Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to stay up to date on the biggest stories in pop culture and entertainment? Then be sure to check out the TMZ podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton from TMZ, the TV show, and every day I'll sit down with a member of our news team to give exclusive breakdowns of the day's most talked about headlines, stories we break, and the stories you care about. So check out the TMZ podcast, Monday through Friday, and the other podcasts from the TMZ audio network like Last Days and TMZ Verified, available on all podcast platforms. Open a gateway. Oh, wait, I got to do a thing before I play that. <laughs> and the show starts. Oh, wait, I got to do this. <laughs> I forgot. I got these reads now. Okay, so here we go. In three, two, one. Play Retro is brought to you in part by our listeners at patreon.com slash play retro. People like DP, Michael Burrier, and Les Orchard. Get the ad-free experience with a whole lot more today at patreon.com slash play retro. Open a gateway to a world where orcs and humans battle over land, sea, and air for the dominance of Azeroth. Six years have passed since the first war between man and orc. Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness, available now from Blizzard Entertainment. Oh, man. Oh, Blizzard Entertainment. They hired, they hired the guy up the, up the hallway to do the VO on that thing. Yeah, they did. Hey everybody, welcome to Play Retro. I am Scott Johnson, one of your hosts, and I have all the gold and oil that I need to destroy all the humans in one big Zerg rush. Wait a minute, what's a Zerg rush? Oh, right, that turn comes later down the road. Uh, For now, just tell me job's done and get the hell out of my way. I have a horde to manage. (laughs) Job's done. Yeah. Uh, And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, uh, your command master, Lokhtar. I will gather the resources. Luke, I will build the pig farms. Uh, what, what? Yes, I'll walk 5,000 pixels to explore the map through the fog of war. Daboo? <laughs> no, I will not pick up this sheep that you just exploded with your fidgety god hand. Yeah. What? Yeah. Stop poking me. Okay, fine. Stupid god hand. Stupid god hand. Hate that Stupid god, god hand. hand clicking on stuff. Uh, that sounds uh, really close to being something about Warcraft. Good news. We have Warcraft to talk about all the stuff before World of Warcraft. Okay. We're not going MMO today. We're going way back. Orcs versus humans. Tides of darkness. Uh, one, two, and three. A little bit of talk about three. All right. Not a lot of talk about three because it's kind of too modern, right? Well, I even kind of I mean, poke jabbed at it's it. It's 03, but it's... it's but- 
we do. Uh, the the listen, problem is that they have the Reforge edition, yeah. so they still update this thing. Well, the new version sucks. It's bad. Oh, yes. Agreed. Oh, we should definitely talk about it. That's the part I want to talk about when we talk about Warcraft 3. I want to talk about the classic mode and the modern mode and how they screwed everything they up. They effed it up. They should have just let people play classic. It's so dumb. They should have just got over it. Uh, but we'll get all to that in a minute. Before we do that, though, I found the weirdest thing. Oh, I forgot to. Well, I wanted to well, show it. Well, right. I'm thinking just. I don't, I don't know where it is, but I found a broken PlayStation 1 memory card oh. out in a field near me while I was walking the dog. Uh-oh. You know about uh, you know about cyber attacks, right? You got to be careful with it. <laughs> yeah, you got to you want to not plug that thing into anything, but um, right, that's social engineering. You throw a, a PS1 memory card out in a, out in a field somewhere yep. near a gamer. <laughs> yeah, and great he picks idea. that up and he takes it back in. Oh, Pl- yeah. Plugs it oh, in before you know classic. it. He's, he's root-kitted his PlayStation and has uh, yeah. porn Japanese that is porn. some that is some sneaker hacker crap right there. That's when you when you wear your sneakers and you just you yep. don't even do this. What's it called? The sne- sneaker land? Sneaker is that what's land. Known? It's called a sneaker network? Sneaker Sneak, network. Sneaker. They, sneaker. That is right, right? Sneaker yeah, network. It's called sneaker network. That's what okay. they do because they would, you would carry, you wouldn't, you would not have, you would carry the, the product like on a disc or something or yeah. in this case, a memory card uh, from one place yeah, to the other. Yeah, but this is stupid because sneakers. it's like 128K. All right. That's how big the storage <laughs> is on this thing. Uh, no one has PS1s hooked up to anything anymore. So if they were trying to do anything, this would be a terrible but way to do it. What if you're running your uh, your utilities infrastructure on uh, on a PlayStation 1? Mm. You what just if you are? All. Yeah. Does that yeah. happen? Are there, are there any uh, <laughs> any municipal uh, water that, systems? Wasn't that how that worked in, uh, what was it, Iran? Where was it at where the, uh, where they, 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 they plugged in a USB and they, they almost... Oh, they USB all kinds of crazy see. crap. Yeah, but that? USB makes sense, right? Because everything's, you know, you got modern equipment hooked up to a USB. I don't know what they run in, in Iran. <laughs> but nobody's running a 1996 <laughs> model PS1 as anything. But I didn't plug it in anyway. All know. I did was grab it. But it's this little gray. It looks it looks aftermarket, meaning not the Sony branded one. Oh, really? That's like that's a one. that's a bold choice. Usually the aftermarket ones aren't gray unless it doesn't have any label at all, period. Yeah, it had a label with okay. some scribble on it. So whoever wrote on it, I don't know who. But it right. wasn't the gray because I have some other ones that I've kept for my PS1. They are different than this. Yeah, yeah. Um, how how did you know it was broken? Did you plug it in your PS1? Oh, I don't know if it's broken or not, but it's oh. it's just... I'm not plugging that in. What if it's that malware <laughs> for my PS1? Release all my saves. If I've learned <laughs> anything from you today, it's that I shouldn't plug mm-hmm. that in. But yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. what saves are on there. It's probably like, uh, I don't know, Twisted Metal or Some something. Some croc. Some Twisted Metal. Could be Croc. Could be uh, Gex. Maybe some. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. That's a hint, by the way. Gex. We'll talk more yeah, about little, that later. A little, little taste. Um, but that was about as much as I got up to. Other than I played a ton of stuff. I've been, I've been getting deeper. And well, my go-to right now when I just need to bang something out real quick is—is uh, is that the wrong <laughs> way to say that? Phrase, Probably a wrong phrase. Right. Um, is to play Pokemon Pinball uh, GBA Pokemon Pinball on my Amber Neck. Oh, I love that. Nice. Love yeah. it. That's a great and that that thing is a great. We talked a little about this pre-show. That's a great uh, format for pinball, in my opinion, because it, it's got the little flippers at the top. Mm-hmm. If that's the way it's designed, some of them weren't. Sometimes you'd have the outside, uh, the way it's, it's mapped on it, it'll be the outside button. So usually it's like the left on the D-pad, and then like the B button or whatever it is. Yeah, some button. people think you should use the the uh, the shoulder pads, but I disagree. Right. I actually think it's okay. great. You use left on the. On the D-pad, you use B right. or I guess A on the um, on the uh, button pad, and then it right, works right, right. great. And I'll play this for 
I mean, I'll sit out on the porch. It's like hot out, but it's night, you know, getting dusk or yeah. whatever. And I will play Pokemon pinball until I catch at least like two or three new Pokemon. Give me your best impression of of, of the the noises that the Pokemon pinball makes. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there any, is, there, is the theme song play or you get to catch them all or anything um, like that? There's a whole, just... there's a whole thing. Uh, let's see. I'll bet I have some right here. I can play. It's like a kind of thing like that. How about this? Here we go. That's an evolution. Let me skip ahead some. Here we go. Oh, I like that. Oh, they just caught a Pokemon. Oh, they caught Pokemon. Yep. And then the ball lands and then goes. Oh, yeah. It's a great See, game, dude. And now I want to play it. Oh, it's I'm so good. I'm watching the video, but the, the audio is just so tasty. It's it's. In my opinion, far beyond the best. I mean, this is going to be, someone's going to be mad I say this, but I like this more than any Pokemon game ever made. Let them be mad. Let them be mad. I don't think anyone's going to be mad about you liking the pinball Pokemon. Uh, People get weird, though. You never know. Yeah. Uh, What'd you get up to this week in in retro? Oh, hi. Yeah, I went to the Southeast Game Exchange this past weekend in Greenville, South Carolina, just a little up up the road from me. Um, And I was blown away away hmm. i thought i was like okay i'm gonna go up to this thing and i looked at the little little brochure before i went and i was like okay it's got some different gamers there they're gonna have some wrestlers there they're gonna have some you know they're gonna have a little, little bit of cosplay contests they're gonna you know play some they're gonna play some mario competitions and stuff I'm like oh that's cool you know they probably have a lot of newer stores and stuff up in there and uh, i got there and oh my jesus <laughs> i've never seen so much retro equipment in one place it was overwhelming i did not plan well um it was a two-day event Mm. um i only allocated like a few hours because i kind of knew what i wanted to get yeah and only allocated a few hours because i I, like i said i figured this can be like kind of sparse you know and there'd be like a couple of tables because i've been to some of these other conventions up there before and usually there's like like you know a few retro stands and stuff this was nothing but wall to wall retro places it would take two hours just to walk through half of what's going on. That's not even looking good. That's just running through, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I couldn't believe the depth. I mean, just old stuff that I hadn't seen in forever. Now it only went back. It, most of the stuff only went back. Anything from the eight bit on four linear stuff there. Sorry. That was Nothing, audio. That's audio from a video. That's supposed to be vo- a video of this place. I'm trying to see if we cast yeah. a glimpse of you. Oh my gosh. Around. It was insane. It was just uh, so many people there. So many much, so many young people too. I thought I was going to be there with like a bunch of Merlin looking mother humpers. I thought it was going to be a whole bunch of guys with beards and stuff. Merlin looking um, mother humpers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I went to that table. That table you're at right there. Yeah. That is, uh, is that Game Cash? That may be Game Cash's. Uh, was that Game Cash right I don't there? Know. That's where I I'm bought my ticket. That's, that's the guys in Anderson. As in, uh, yeah. I think that why is there a, mm, a, 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 a there was a copy of Ristar for the Genesis that was two hundred and fifty nine dollars. OK, so that's new in box. That was not representational of all the things there. There Damn. were tons of things there that were just like me and you like I like I don't collect games. I buy them so I can play them and live them for the first time. That's how this was. There's a lot of stuff there with just like carts just thrown in bins and you just kind of dig through stuff. And then there was some stuff that was in boxes and that was expensive, you know, and practically graded and everything else. I didn't really look at that stuff. But 8-bit generation and and later didn't have a lot of like PC stuff, but console stuff. Oh, my God. You if you were looking for anything, 
you were going to find it 10 times over. You got some GameCube games there, PlayStation 2 Oh, stuff. yeah, there's a ton of stuff. What's with all, of, I hate all the pop toys at these cons. I hate that. There wasn't that actually toys. that many. That's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, like a, just a ton of just pop vinyl stuff. There was only a few pop vinyl things out there. Mm. And I did remember when I talked last week about Banjo-Kazooie, and I'm like, I never see anything for Banjo-Kazooie. I saw stuff for Banjo-Kazooie while I was here. Yeah. I saw this. I sent it to you, the, the uh, Gruntilla Gruntilda uh, display box thing. I sent you that little picture earlier oh, this right, week. right, right. And uh, man, I was blown away. Now, this is what I picked up, and I'll show you on my screen here All in right, a second. I'll see what you got. I looked at that Lynx, too, by the way. That's that Lynx. Yeah. That table they just passed by had some of the older things. There was only a couple of things that like had really old old stuff. There was sure. some magic cards there, too. But definitely not the majority. Most of it was retro stuff. Yeah. This is what I picked up. This is the... Sega Master System, this is the very first one console system that I had. Uh, you've probably heard me talk about my dad bringing home that uh, Atari Pong back during the 70s. That was his console. This was the first one that I owned. He actually purchased this, this because he was big into flight simulators, and they had F-16 something, something, something. action yeah. fighter, um, which I ordered, by the way. It's yeah. a card. Um, and but I picked this up, got Altered Beast and Ghostbusters. Look at this thing; it's really good shape. Yeah, it this looks awesome. Your, looks clean. Yeah, this is your yeah. NES equivalent on the Sega on the Sega side. Before we get into the Sega Genesis, what were you saying? What's the business cost for a, uh, a the slightly used, uh, you know, decent shape so this, version? I didn't think this was too bad. This is this is what I got this from Trey at Game Cash and from Anderson. He, yeah. I, I chopped that guy from time to time. Yeah. He was there. And I went with the specific, uh, specifically in my head to either get uh, this or TurboGrafx-16. I found this. It was $150. Came with a controller. Came with a light gun. Um, You came with all the cables. Really good shape. Did it come with two games or did it buy the games? Um, I bought the two games. I think, uh, no, did it come with the... No, I I bought the two games. I bought the two games. Ultra Beast and Ghostbusters. I ordered three more games off at ebay but i'm gonna be doing some i'm gonna be doing some uh you know retrospective stuff of looking and hopefully give you some content for that uh for what, what are we calling our oh, play, uh, retro the, the play retro blips bits. yeah they're blips blips yeah yeah so i'm, I'm gonna be making some more of those uh but i'm very excited about that thing this is like i said this is the final piece this is the final big piece for my sega collection I, I look at this picture. Let me tell you what I hear. I hear the console go, I'm cool and I'm classic. And then I hear the Steam Deck back there go, use me more. And then I hear the PlayStation <laughs> yeah, the 5. Deck is back there. I, got I my hear the PlayStation, PlayStation 5 controller you going, see where hey, my I'm priorities are, right? I, absolutely. I and you know what? The most embarrassing thing is the guy up front is a Steam controller going, hey, I suck. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. They got the Steam controller up here, too. Uh, I took, yeah, I took, <laughs> when I got this home, I went, shove and pushed all my steam deck all the controllers back and i said there's more you know what's funny there's about four probably 400 or a thousand uh master systems worth of technology just in that steam deck behind it probably just probably just in the steam deck probably in this controller d-pad it's probably as much technology (laughs) as in this (laughs) i love it dude this master system but man i you don't know how excited i was uh to get one of these he had one in the box for 250 and i was like what's the what's the what's the deal with the box is like oh it comes in the box i'm like and what else He's yeah like, what's the value the of that and i'm like <laughs> i'm like so a hundred dollars for the box and i said now nah, i'm good yeah if you were just going to keep that 
in a box and then I don't know display it or something fine but but you're more of right. a hands-on let's open it up let's dick around kind dude of let's play with this thing yeah. I want to play with I'm I'm like from the Toy Story generation where it's like like Toy Story 2 I'm like don't put this thing in a freaking box let's mm. get this thing out and play with it and love it until it dies oh not to not play not Toy Story 3 or 4 not those no 3 or 4 suck but anyway yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding just, <laughs> just 3 um <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> that's another episode. That's another show. That's a whole but, other uh, show. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the getting complete stuff in box, not really important to me. If it, if it happens to be the price is similar for that, I'm cool with that. Oh, one, one more thing I did want to show you just, my God, I always forget how much I love, hate, uh, Sega's master system, uh, Art? boxes. Oh, and boy, it. if you, yeah, because the, it has that grid thing. And boy, if you go online, when I was doing searches for, uh, buying more games and stuff, all oh, the discussions people have yeah. about the sparseness, the sparseness of this, because, you know, Atari and Nintendo were like making these box arts that were just amazing. I think this altered beast was probably copied and pasted from the Japanese version. And they just like threw it on that little thing it's you're usually very sparse it's yeah. interesting to see very weird arcade what's that racing game you have it i think because you sent a picture of it um right outrun um, is it outrun might be outrun outrun yes outrun, outrun is the so, most yeah. basic ass art on the front of that thing yeah it really does it's just a little car it's just it's lame looking at it i kind of like it <laughs> i don't get it i don't like it I'm not a fan uh no. well anyway that's awesome you had a good well, thank y'all for listening to me drone on about my sega master system it, it is just it's one of those pieces. It's my first experience with a console. Oh, you got some. You got some. Uh, some nostalgia going for that. I ordered that. Shinobi. That was my game that I played. That was the one and only game I had when I first got it. And How does Shinobi so hold Shinobi. up? I wonder. Wonder if it's any good now. I think it's still going to be good. Yeah. I think it's still going to be good. Okay. Um, yeah. I believe you. I do. I oh, just, we'll see. I think Shinobi Three for the Genesis is still okay, but not as good as I used to think it was. You know? I didn't know that Wonder is a Wonder Boy in Shinobi World. Like I asked Twitter, I <laughs> yeah. asked my, I asked the, I asked the community, um, all the gaming community. I asked them what were the things I need to have, and they gave me about thirty titles that I need to have yeah. for this. System. Wonder Boy is awesome. Nothing wrong Wonder with Boy that. in Shinobi World or something. Wonder Boy in in World something of Shinobi or something of weird. Something. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Dude, wonder all the Wonder Boy games are great. I love them all. Yeah, yeah that's on my that's on my list. I got it all, I put a big old list on price charting. I got about three of the games already that I that I wanted to get. Yeah, and I'm just going to keep kind of working. I don't want a big collection. God, I don't want a big collection. No, no, you want to have <laughs> a nice. Um, I understand what you're saying. That's hard to do because yeah. you because your taste will change or whatever. But I get it. You want to have a a nice concise collection. You know, right? One one last thing. Meaningful collection. Right. Yeah. One last thing. What's that? I picked up three. I picked up three more CRTs. Holy shit! Three more. Yeah. Okay. And, I'm gonna and, take everything back. I just said about you having a concise <laughs> collection. That. So how many CRTs a, is that now? Like five, five, four, six, 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 six total. Six, six total. But two of them were, you know, like 19 inch, and one of them had like a VCR in it, and I, I, I'm really struggling. Not to go get me a VHS collection. <laughs> I don't need a VHS. No, collection. you don't, dude. <laughs> You do not need a VHS. <laughs> There's collection. absolutely no reason for it. There's it's like w- one of the worst ways you can watch videos. But I watched uh I had had one videotape. Had one. It was like yeah. some Disney classics collection where it's like uh Lambert the Sheepish sure. Lion and sure. the Whale Guy. What it was the the, the operatic whale, whale or oh, whatever. Um, and then uh, Ferdinand. Yeah. I remember oh, all that. Jesus. Now look, it's your childhood, man. I understand. But I needed 
I needed it because I got the Genesis light gun and I needed something that was going to be a little bit smaller to sure. play with. No, and the I understand. other two just came with it. I couldn't help it. I understand. Now you have enough. If you stacked them all together, they could have their own reality show on the TLC network. That's how big right. these monitors are. That's how much they weigh. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. I'm going to stack them all and stand in front of them. You should great. do it. Ooh, it'd be like Blade Runner looking with all of them stacked yeah. up like that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I love that. I like that. Um, all right. Well, well done. We're going to dive into this week's uh, discussion is very non-console related it turns out so pc people get excited we're doing this shall we play a game we shall and the game we're going to play is a game called warcraft orcs and humans Uh, that's where we're going to start anyway this is 1994 this kickstarts which would uh, what would end up being one of the most if not the most valuable franchise in pc history PC. Um, I mean, that's it's single-handedly responsible for turning Blizzard into a very small, you know, group of of programmers in 1994 to the juggernaut with thousands of employees that they are now raking in hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars a day. And um, you wouldn't believe what it impact those, you know, the Warcraft one and two, uh, the people who are developing those. You wouldn't believe how much they've done in the industry overall it's oh, just yeah. like every one of them is like oh my god no it's they huge this. they founded that oh my god no it's huge it's just it's yeah. as big as you can get um and it's also a good reminder that uh you know think what say what you want about modern blizzard and kind of some other problems they've had recently and that sort of thing this this is a, a pivot point for them which is hilarious because they were supposed to be making a warhammer game they were contracted right. to make that and we'll get into the details of what happened. But before we do any of that, I'm going to play a little video for the folks at home, which looks like shit all these years later. And uh, we're going to play a little sound. Here's the intro. In the age of chaos, two factions battled for dominance. The kingdom of Azeroth was a prosperous one. The humans who dwelled there turned the land into a paradise. The knights of Stormwind and the clerics of Norsha Abbey roamed far and wide, serving the king's people with honor and justice. The well-trained army. So you get the idea. It's just like a lot of bad English accent. Guy up the hall recorded it. Uh, yeah. No one had any money then. Blizzard was a very small company. They'd mostly done, you know, Lost Vikings and freaking rock and roll racing and some console stuff mostly. A couple yeah, they of- were doing. Uh, they were doing stuff for the, the SNES, and they mm-hmm. developed this thing in house. So they were spending their own money, which they did not have a lot of. Nope. Nope, the time. They're, they're very this is the blizzard we loved right don't, don't just remember this if you're like oh god i hate blizzard that's fine this is not that blizzard this is this blizzard no this, this is the, is the blizzard loved. you loved this is the blizzard yeah. that you that that had they been able to somehow i don't know how you do it with the amount of money they started making i mean they were printing money by 04 right um if they were somehow able to within that 10 year span figure out a way to culturally lock in mm-hmm. and not change uh, or not that that money create the kinds of problems that they've run into lately. Mo money, mo. It'd problems, be a very different friend. thing. Now that being said, they're worth billions, and and um, you know, there's a reason Microsoft wants to buy them and Activision and everybody else. Uh, and there looks like they're about to. But the um, these games were at their core uh, an answer to what Westwood Studios was doing with Command and Conquer. And Command and Conquer was very very popular with PC players. And uh, but very modern, right? Tanks and infantrymen and all that. Along comes Warcraft and says, "Hey, yo, what about fantasy? We're all about the fantasy. Let's have orcs and humans. Woo! Let's go!" And it was a monster hit. Even though 
I would say it's a monster hit in certain like PC circles monster hit. Right. Um, and the, yeah, that's 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 the right way to say it. We didn't we, uh, Westwood had did Dune 2 and nobody had really yeah. published anything before. Uh, but there, there was no stuff being worked on. But Blizzard got got together and said, let's do this thing. We yep. love Dune 2. Yep. Uh, some of the developers were, were, you know, heavy into it, playing it all the time. Uh, Patrick Wyatt, lead programmer. Yep. Um, he had a great interview uh, over on his his blog site. It's a, have you been to his blog site? I have not seen his blog site. I haven't said blog site in, in forever. Is that how we say it? I think we just say his blog, right? His blog. Excuse me. His I've forgotten. <laughs> his it's been so site. long. I've forgotten how to do it. <laughs> Codeofhonor.com. Code of Honor. And it, yeah, right. he outlines the 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 background of everything leading up to this and the development. And it was just, it was totally eye opening. Um, it, what they did with, with how they were inspired by Dune two and the Warhammer 40,000, mm-hmm. 40, 40,000. <laughs> yeah. I was reading it. Um, but yeah, they, they, uh, they were just doing, well, this they were originally supposed to make a straight up Warhammer, like fantasy Warhammer, not, not the 40 K, but the, uh, the, the right. regular old, uh, thing. And you could argue after those, after that deal fell apart, that Warcraft, I hate to say this because it's you know they've they've done really well for themselves, but they kind of stole it. They stole the style of War, Warhammer. They just yeah. kind of tweaked it a bunch. Starcraft's not that different. They they stole kind of the 40k vibe. You know, Tyranids and Zerg are almost identical. Yeah. Um, the way that Space Marines and and Starcraft Marines look uh, with their big shoulder pads and all that shit is very similar. So they were clearly inspired by the source material. And right. uh, and Warcraft is basically their take on Warhammer, um, for good or for real. Yeah. Art 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 style wise, absolutely. And the Dune two, which I played a little bit this past week because I wanted to check it out. Boy, that's not good. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's actually pretty neat. <laughs> it's all right for um, its time. It's it, it's aged poorly, I think. Yeah, and that's what I heard a lot of this past week when I was doing my research. It's like uh, you know, I even asked on Twitter. I said, "Hey, who you know who played which which ones?" And I, you know, nobody played just Warcraft one. Mo- I mean, you know, most people don't even want to play it. It's like, nah, it's just too it's too tedious because yeah. we're we're getting this real early real time strategy. We can uh, multi select, uh, you know, our, our troops, uh, you know, our peons. I, I always play orcs. So I'm going to go with I'm going to say peons and grunts because that's I'm I'm, I'm an orc guy. Or I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm a horde, I'm a horde guy, horde too. Forever. I like horde. I'm a horde. Yeah. Nothing, horde nothing wrong with the other side. I'm just saying that's why. No, there is. They um, all suck, but go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, you can multi-select characters and move around, but you only can do four at a time. And I thought that that was, I was like, oh, that makes sense. This is early on. You know, I played this on DOS, by the way. Oh, my oh you did GTA. actual DOS on this? Oh, I did actual DOS. You can, you can get Damn. this on good old games for like five bucks, but don't listen to any of the haters on there. But you can get it that way. Yeah. Um, and... I played it. I played it that way, and it was. It I had some DOS experiences. I had to like edit some. <laughs> had to edit some bad files. Yeah, did you have to do a, a, a memory <laughs> allocation script before you ran. Uh, I, I did have to choose whether I was going to use high mem oh, or not. I had a couple of choices I had to make. Good thing I ha- I'm well versed in in most of that stuff. Yeah, uh, but I enjoyed my time. It played a lot slower than I thought it would, and there's so much micromanaging. Um, it's really tough. It's it's neat to experience. 
Yeah. But it's it's not like you're going to go, yeah, this is the experience I've been jonesing for. No, this is a this is a primordial Warcraft experience. Warcraft 2, Tides of Darkness yeah. and and its follow-up. You got to build stuff on roads. Yeah. What the hell were they thinking? Yeah, that's a you bad know, combo. Base building RTS, you you, you got to do some base building, you got to do lots of uh, resource management and collecting, then you got to explore and through the exploration, you expand and you know have to fight because you're trying to fight for land and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, that was tough when you can only get four grunts to agree to go with you to take on the enemy. Uh, and then you had to micromanage and they're terrible. The AI was terrible then. You know, it's not like you think now where it's, you can just kind of go, okay, if they get attacked, they're going to attack back. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about these guys too much. No, these fools just stand there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you had to go, you had to go find them and go, Hey, and it's not like, you know, where it's going to alert you and let you, well, they do sometimes, they will say when they first spot it, they'll say, what is it? Like they're the humans are coming. They, <laughs> it's their hands like Stallone to me. There's like a cross between Muppets <laughs> and Stallone in the orc stuff. Yeah. But it was early but, on a good example of, let's see, let's see if I can get some of these units to make some sounds. You gotta, you gotta build the farm. Most of the scenarios are build farms. There he goes. Yeah, you're not wrong about the way they they kind of come off. Uh, yeah, but 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 it would soon get better. All right. Well, Thing- I mean, all you know, I do here was just so simple. All I got to do is collect some gold. Yep. Collect some lumber. Yep. Build you some barracks. Attack the enemy. Yeah. Uh, you're the invading horde. You're from a. T- oh my God, Scott! Please tell me all the Warcraft lore. I, I'm gonna have to really depend on you. I had no time. Well, a lot no of this wasn't a, a lot of that is not established in Warcraft One. Um, the, this the, is what the movie was based on, right? The first one. Warcraft, well, no, because humans. No, because it's kind of retro, or it's kind of retro fit. No, what's the it's word? Retconned. Retconned. Yeah, very heavily retconned. Uh, if you want to know the real lore behind what Warcraft is today, you go to Warcraft Three. Orcs and humans. Right. I don't care about two. that. I'm talking about the <laughs> all of that. <laughs> What what I'm saying is all of that all of that there is no one had no lore. All right, it was just right. orcs I mean, and humans yeah. fighting each other. It, That's really it. There's yeah, not much else. The book yet, right? They hadn't, had not even written the book yet. No, none of that book. stuff was done. Warcraft right. Two came around. There was a little bit more, but remember in Warcraft Two, even I mean, other than you had access to units that happened to be dwarves, or you might have a unit that was a goblin or whatever. Right. They didn't go deep into any of that stuff. Warcraft Three comes around and they're like, all right, we don't just have humans and orcs. We've got undead. We have Night elves. We have this enormous story. Right. Um, that's where that comes from. When people think of Warcraft lore, so we, no thrall in the first one. Then. No, just, not just, even close. Just Azeroth and some orcs that no are thrall in two. From- There's no thrall in two either. There's no Duratan. Like all of that stuff is not on the mar- on the on the whiteboard yet. You keep you keep saying words that I don't understand. So, <laughs> but three three comes around and it's like no. Now we're doing all this shit. We're gonna go deep. We're gonna right. hire multiple writers. We got Metzen. We got these people that are really passionate about creating new characters. That's right. where that stuff starts. Everything prior to that was gameplay and over overarching themes that we're familiar with, but nothing that was like, ooh. Right. And like nobody goes. They don't ever have moments in World of Warcraft. No, I shouldn't say never, but they don't have moments where it's like, I remember this place from Warcraft 1. There's none of that. Are you sure? There's some, but there's not any significant. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's It's just not right significant. Now, it's like Azeroth. Okay. They're right. in Azeroth. Uh, they don't, they get into, they don't really get into the idea that the orcs are from another planet, but they right. are. Uh, yeah, nobody can give any nobody can give shit to Marvel or DC for all of their multiverse <laughs> stuff if they don't give 
Warcraft some shit for their multi-plane, multi-planet, multi-dimensional whatever they're doing because the orcs come in from they're like what they like fooled by the burning legion to to come here to fight and attack because they're being yeah but again most of that most of that is fleshed out in three one and two barely touch on any of it it's just like uh, it's all throwaway stuff to say why are the green guys fighting these other guys you're right because my appeal to this game i had never played any of the, okay, so I had said last week, I think I said all I've ever played is Warcraft 3. I think that's what I said. I think I said that continuously. I found today that my memory is very flawed. Mm. Um, I apparently I had played Warcraft 1 or 2 because I remember the visuals when I got to 3. I'm like, 3D, that's definitely not what I had played. And so I either played one or two of these, and I remember absolutely nothing about them other than I loved how colorful it was. One of the most colorful real time strategy games when everybody else was doing these, you know dirt terrains this thing was beautiful and colorful and i found out in that article i was telling you about that that code of honor.com the blog um they it actually the president of at the time of blizzard would go through the building while the programmers and graphic artists were stuff were doing stuff and he'd turn all the lights on and open up the window blinds and bring in the bright sunlight and he said this is how people game they're gonna be g- gaming in daylight if you can't see it in the daylight, then forget it. And so, so bright. You're talking about Mike Morheim did this, told everybody this. Uh, it was it was a Mike knows. I think it was. Let me see. Wait, wait, wait. Here's it. Because there were three dudes. There was Alan. No, behest of Alan. Alan Adham. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Adham, who who charged all the artists with drawing artwork in bright conditions. He regularly stalked the halls of Blizzard, turning on lights and opening window blinds. Right, right. And so the lights were always on in the art room. This is from the article to force artists to compensate for terrible lighting by creating art that accounted for those conditions. Yeah. Those were conditions. Yeah. They, they weren't happy about that, but they did anyway. And it really stood out. Uh, real real quick to, to just clarify something. So the second war it's called right. Second in war, two is what the movie is sort of very loosely based on. Okay. You have right. regular, you have characters you recognize like Gul'dan and Anduin Lothar, who's, you know, king of the humans basically at the time. And all of that stuff, but it is heavily retconned, heavily right. And yes, you do have things like I don't know, Black Rock Spire shows up. That that's in two. That shows up as a it's a dungeon in in World of Warcraft, right? So there are there are connections. I don't want to make it sound like right, they right, just right. dumped these ideas. But <laughs> if anyone don't send me any emails, yeah. But if anyone thinks the- this stuff is like dead perfect where it started and where it ended, and it's always been that way, I have really really bad news for you. It's yeah, not they, like that. they've. Everything that I read historically appears, and if you don't know this about Blizzard, then I can't help you, but they like are constantly rewriting what happened. It is almost like a multiverse in the way that even like the first ending in Warcraft, you, if you play the scenarios completely all the way through, the humans lose, right? Wait, let me think. No, the humans win, I think, proper in Warcraft 1 in the scenarios. Correct. But when you get to the second one, no, they said that the orcs won. And so and they and they kind of move from there. So yeah, there's there's always a a shifting, but that's fine because Blizzard at this time, they were doing everything by the seat of their pants. They didn't write stuff down. No, they were hauling ass. They didn't they have this, the story focus wasn't what was important. Gameplay was what was ma- what mattered the most. And they had look, they went from Had-play. a release in November of ninety four. Mm-hmm. Guess when freaking Warcraft two Tides of Darkness came out? 
2005? <laughs> the very next year, no, less next than a year. year later, they got a sequel. And a year after that, they have another right. uh, expansion to that. Not even a year. Like, they, yeah. were, they were hauling cheeks, man. Hauling <laughs> cheeks. I haven't heard you say that one. Yeah. I'm adding that one. Hall and they were selling man. a lot of copies. I mean, you know, comparatively to what, what people were selling PC games for at the time, it was a big deal. Right. So, two in particular was like, I can't even express what a massive hit two was. Two was huge. Two, two put two it on the map. Fun. Two made it possible for nah. almost what? We have Diablo between, and we have Diablo one comes out in 96. Uh, 90, not, no, 2000 was Diablo 2. Right. And then in earnest, work started on D, on Warcraft 3 at this, and they, and during early production of Warcraft 3, World of Warcraft was also conceived and was developed in tandem with Warcraft right. 3, which is why that story was, you could tell. Very, that story was so important because they were about like to roll the, right Once in. you get to the Frozen Throne and get to the bonus stuff, you're pretty much looking at a top-down 3DS version of a 3DS. 3D version. <laughs> 3DS uh, version, R- yeah. Three, I, was, I was trying to say 3D RTS. Uh, yeah. So anyway, a top-down 3D version of World of Warcraft. Right? Yeah, because like in even the World of Warcraft's initial engine was a modified version of the Warcraft 3 engine. So right. there was a lot of sharing of resources and, and all that crap. But you didn't but, mention what happened between 96 and 98. We'll have to talk about that later. Something, something just... You know, just they weren't doing anything between 96 and 98? No, they had other stuff. They did. Dude, Diablo 1 came out in 96. That was a big deal. That was a big that was a But what about thing. Warcraft? I mean, there was a whole big old gap between the two. We hadn't even talked about two yet. I'm getting ahead of myself. I yeah, we haven't talked about two. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Here comes some sound from two. The once mighty army of Azeroth lay among the blackened and charred remains of Stormwind Keep. Those that escaped fled across the Great Sea, bringing tales of the suffering they had faced at the hands of the orcish hordes. Underway. Aye, aye, Captain. Aye, aye, sir. This is this. Aye, Captain. Aye, aye, sir. Underway. Underway. There's a lot of talk over when they collect, uh, clicking on a bunch of dudes. They they weren't very good yeah, at they, that yet. They leaned into <laughs> it because this is moving a lot faster. And, of course, if you've played any RTSs, once you get to the Warcraft 2 or you played Age of Empire, pretty much anything, when you start, every every unit you select is going to say something, right? right? It's going to respond. And, boy, it gets spammy. It gets super spammy. Yeah, which is People why they like added that. the jokey stuff. You click on them long enough, they yeah. say something funny. This kind of established that as the new norm for them. They did it in StarCraft. They do it in World of Warcraft. They do it in everything, really. Yeah, they did in the first one, too, because that was – I actually preferred – I preferred the, the one-liners that they had in the first one a little bit better. I kind of like – Stop touching me. That kind of stuff. I, I Stop love that. Yeah. Stop touching me. I actually have some of that. You want to hear it? Yeah, yeah. Here's some orc, orc stuff. Ready to serve. Yes, me lord. What is it? Hello. Okay. Right Righto. All right. Yes, me lord. Oh, what? Uh-huh. Now what? More work? Leave me alone. I don't want to do this. I'm not <laughs> listening. Job's done. I really like that. Job's I done. I don't want to do this. That's my favorite. That's I great. like so you've got your just your regular <laughs> prompts so that they have you have confirmation right you get the confirmation prompts you've clicked on the unit you get an audio so you know that you've clicked on it. I really like the, the fact that they decided that it would be hilarious if you clicked on something like when you're thinking when you're doing RTSs it's not uncommon to like click on a unit and think about it for a minute and go yep. click on it again you know right you click in multiple times and this has annoyance uh, reaction so once you get to enough clicks it gets annoyed 
and this is hilarious. The first time I did it, I was like, yeah, it's great. Hilarious. It's really great. The, uh, the yeah. game also features, uh, naval combat. In fact, that's the theme of the thing. It's basically, right. you know, the guy on the cover is a pirate fighting a pirate looking. It's orc. called, and it's called, uh, the tides of darkness. Tides so, you know, of darkness, you know, yeah. pretty dark. And they go a little deeper into story. They, the expansion was actually contracted out and, uh, they, yeah. they saw a milestone build and didn't like what they were seeing. So they pulled it back in house and cranked on it themselves. I'm sure they did way too much like crunch on this game. Oh, they had to. This yeah. is this was Blizzard was learning some they were putting out some pretty interesting things, but the most important part was the things they were learning. Um and yeah, they they learned that they wanted that control, they wanted to get things out but not at the sacrifice of quality and they'd eventually get to that point where they'd be like, "Okay, yeah. We have a little bit of money. We can kind of sit back on our butts a little bit and make the games we want instead of playing this, you know, got to get it out as quick as possible. Here's some here's some fun trivia for you. Give me some trivia. Uh, one of the chief programmers of huh? this game, his name is Andy Weir. And some of you may hear that name and go, Wayne, I know that name. Why do I know that name? Sure. Well, here's why you know that name. After he left Blizzard, he decided he wanted to write books. And he yes. wrote The Martian. Martian, which yeah. was adapted into the 2015 film directed by Ridley Scott, which is an amazing movie. Um, pretty crazy. You go from programming War, uh, uh, Warcraft, or sorry, yeah, Warcraft Two Tides of Darkness, and you go straight into making one of the biggest books in recent memory. Which goes to show you, it kind of I I when you see something like this where you have a meteoric rise of a bunch of uh, workers, it's kind of still a small team now, so you still have the ability to to open up opportunities. So people who have talent and skill, they suddenly find they have opportunities. So, you know, success is part hard work, but it's also part luck and part, you know, a little bit of money, a little mm. bit of experience, yep. able to put yourself, position yourself in the right spot. Sure. Talk to the right people. Yep. Parlay that into something new and cool. He and also a worked lot at, of these uh, guys did yeah. just that. They, well, of course uh, they, they did. took their opportunities. He worked at AOL and Palm as well, which is kind of funny. Oh, Palm OS or just or the hardware? Palm. I assume the hardware or maybe the, Okay, I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says he worked at Palm. Um, he's <laughs> maybe made he some other, with Palms. He's made some other books. I don't know what else. I have not read anything past that, <clears throat> but that movie's that that was, amazing. Yeah, I read that book. It I, I, That was one of my lunchtime books. I read it every day at lunchtime for a short while. And man, I just, that was a really good quick read. Is this so easy and comfortable? And the movie was pretty fun too. I liked it. That was great. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, so, yeah, Warcraft Two. I just this this is this is where it's significant to me. The company I worked at, we built. We were a PC builder, local PC builder. We mostly did contracts with like the colleges around and stuff like that. And um, but we were all gamers. Everybody there loved playing games. I was in the sales team, right. but all the guys in the back and the tech guys and all that. We were always trying to come up with excuses for like, all right, everyone come over here on Saturday at whatever time. And we're not really open then, but we're going to play Warcraft. Okay, dude, man. So we would, so my very first time playing Warcraft, Tides of Darkness, Warcraft 2 rather, was with these guys and yeah. just spent hours and hours and hours. And then that carried all the way through Diablo 1. It carried up through, oh gosh, how this long is a very, there? this is a very common story for um, people growing up. I mean, you don't, you don't see it as much. There was a lot of PC builders, a lot of people are building PCs and working in di different technologies. And you didn't have like a really good LAN at your uh, at, at your home usually. Right. You may, but you probably didn't. And you certainly didn't have access to a whole bunch of people. So 
World of Warcraft, just like the first one, you got multiplayer, but it's a little bit better here. And man, I hope you had the opportunity to have a land party. If you did not growing up to play an RTS games on a land party was amazing. Yeah. It was, it took it to a totally different world. Uh, no longer you playing against a, the AIs at this time just weren't that great. They didn't even, they, they had trouble, you know, just doing anything, but it's amazing that what they were doing. And when you played against a human man, that really upped the, the anxiety and the joy and just it it made it so much fun it may have been and the so. first multiplayer pc game i played I'm trying to think no that's not true we were playing doom and other stuff but principles right. the same right you just you had to have a land of some sort yeah offices made perfect sense for that stuff we made our own totally. levels we had some guy some guy hacked oh, together yeah. some kind of warcraft level creator that correct correct this was an outside person who uh retro retro done the uh, oh, i meant to put his name down here yeah. but he retro he he, like you said, was not retcon. Now I'm having trouble with retro words too. Anyway, <laughs> he went back, retro engineered that bad boy, yeah. and he said, "You know what? We're gonna have a level edit here." And so he did that. So you can map those. You can do a little map editing for Warcraft Two, and they move forward. And I think they actually did he release it or something. Anyway, a lot of people had access to this, and that was so much fun playing in the land, creating your own maps doing your own things. No more roads. Thank God. That's not nothing to do with the multiplayer stuff. Don't need you got, roads. You can, yeah. 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 You can select up to nine units now. So now you actually feel like you got a little, little group, a little horde, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You can, you can queue some stuff up this time. No more doing every little freaking thing mm-hmm. and hovering over, you know, mom and everything not yep. to do that. Yep. No. Now get, remember, uh, get some ships. This is also very influential because what are we a year away from Microsoft uh, publishing right. the Ensemble Studios game Age of Empires, which was basically uh, a Straight more rip. historical take, <laughs> right? It wasn't like magic and stuff, unless you consider the Hulu guy magic, but he's supposed to be a priest, right? Lululu. But uh, but they they uh, they very quickly like expanded on the concept and then you see other games popping up it's just like oh this is a genre this is big this is going to be big and it yeah. wasn't even that long till we get what was it 98 we got starcraft 1 and 2 right, that right. no i'm sorry starcraft and brood war came out the same year uh in 98 but the ball this is where really where the mega ball started rolling right ooh the mega ball yeah, and, right. then, and and it was fiercely competitive because at the same time you're getting new games by Westwood in the form of uh, Command and Conquer games, Command and, Conquer. and these two are like just you like that's choose. where the yeah, war gotta, was. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was trying. To, everybody knew that the game mechanic of RTS, the field was wide open. So whenever this happens, you're like, oh, this game mechanic, this mix of things, this mix of base building, gathering resources, you know, expanding. All that stuff is work. Everybody loves it. And let's find a theme that nobody's using. And, uh, you know, AOE, that that was more historical. Mm-hmm. This actually had some, I, this, in some of the development areas, they had thought about doing, uh, making this more of a historical thing. That was the whole idea behind the Warcraft part. The, uh, the, the president at that time of Blizzard was thought it would be, they were just throwing ideas out, spitballing. One yeah. of the things he had was he wanted to make, like the gold box Dungeons and Dragons, do you remember those? Yeah, this I do. is like this is yeah, this is retail days way back in the day where you go into a bookstore or wherever and there would be a bunch of boxes, gold boxes of Dungeons and Dragons, and it was just it all that negative space that of, of the gold boxes would 
get your eye to it and you would go over and you'd find the one that you wanted. It was almost like, you know, little, it, it was just, it just drew you to it. They had the same idea. He wanted to make white boxes with Warcraft and then colon some kind of a name. And so now you got Warcraft orcs and humans and you got uh, Warcraft two tides of darkness. And he, he envisioned that you go to the retail store and be a bunch of white boxes with Warcraft really big. And then, you know, like the little subtitles and everything. Yeah. And that didn't happen. Instead, we got, uh, we got brightly colored, uh, uh, you know, orcs and, and humans. And yep. ch- by the way, Scott makes a really good orc. I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the art he did for this week, but it was, it was, uh, it's quite informative. It's not bad. Scott with some tusk coming out of his mouth. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. I'm pretty sure that's Metzen. Okay, I'm just looking at a pause screen where they're where they're getting ready for the next objective in, uh, in the campaign. Right. Going to Tolbrad, another name that's familiar to Warcraft Tolbrad. players. Anyway, uh, those right are lots there, of times the passwords. By the way, pretty sure Metzen was there by then because down at the bottom I see his name. Yeah, Metzen was here he by was, too. I think he, he was did drawing some stuff in the, back then. Yeah, I think he did some. He did. He was doing illustration and stuff. I think he did some stuff for the first one too, right? And then he was. Then they promoted him to uh, it was very tail end because when he joined right. blizzard his uh based on the interview i did with him and the, his first job was to do was mm-hmm. an animator on that superman snes game right um which was bad hey. by the way it's a terrible game oh not yeah. his fault he hated it right didn't he hate all he that? didn't he, like hated, he didn't they, like that yeah they all hated that stuff they were all excited to be working on their own properties at blizzard and they wanted to get out of the business because you didn't make a lot of money um, you know, working with a publisher, a publisher would give you so much money. You only make money off the royalties. And that meant the game had to sell a lot before you even made any money. The publishers were, you know, just <laughs> collecting the money. Yeah. Um, but man, I would, yeah, I, I hate to have to go through that part of it, but you may not know this about Scott. Scott, if you, if you're listening and you don't know who Scott Johnson is and you don't know about the freaking world of Warcraft podcast he did for, how long? 16 years. 16 years. It's a long time. <laughs> it's, it's intimidating for me to be even here talking to Scott about Warcraft. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, I know the, good news, the good news is my my understanding of all the minutia around the first RTS games is very small. Like I didn't, I, right. that was not my three, maybe more so three, but one in. and two, super cursory knowledge. Um, I played them a lot, but I didn't care about the story at all. Three is when things got really crazy with the lore. And that stuff got, you know, super interesting and it went right into World of Warcraft, which, you know, these are, these are, I cannot understate or overstate is the word I mean, how impactful the series is in my own life, given the trajectory I went on after World of Warcraft was released. It just, I, there's no, there's no denying the road I went on and it's mostly because of that game. Yeah, and, and these all games, by, the, these games, all by of us on the network have been at least touched in some way by Blizzard. Oh hell yeah! Like there's yeah, they no touched my wallet like for years. <laughs> Take it off. There's no getting around it. Like you know, for me, the probably the high point was the BlizzCon where I got up and on stage and and hosted yeah. the Q and A. That was like this crazy moment of, wow, 
Yeah. Are you telling me all those years ago, me playing, you know, land party Warcraft has ended up with me up here talking to people who build the game that I love and doing that in front of whatever that was in that room, 20,000, 26,000 people. Like that was an insane moment. And every once in a while I think about that and it's all due to this like really passionate game that they loved making. You can tell they loved making it and it just provided so much content and interest. I mean, there was, I don't even know if I'm in podcasting the way I am now without it. Oh yeah. So it's huge. It's huge. huge. Major deal for me personally. You know, everyone's going to have a different take, but yeah. Uh, Three comes along. Let's talk about three for a second. Let's talk about three. Three jumps in in 2003, and it sounds like this. What kind of nightmare was that? Okay, that was Chris. It was. <laughs> I love that line because it's just so. He got a little more gravelly with Thrall later on, but this this early Thrall, I just love it. Here it is again. What kind of nightmare was that? <laughs> it was not a nightmare, young war chief, but a vision. Follow me, and I will reveal what your future holds. I don't know what this is all about, but I'll play along. Yeah, we get Reign of Chaos. Uh, first game in the uh, in the in the series, there would be DL, not DLC, but an expansion called the Frozen Throne. These two things were meant to be precursors to their MMO, which they of course did, which everybody knows about. Yeah, right. Yeah, and Warcraft Three, one of the most memorable campaigns I ever played in a, in a game, and it made me realize that you can have. RTSs don't have to just be big battle games. They can be personal and on the ground and have a single character focus. And uh, I don't know, they, they changed the way I saw the way these stories could fold unfold in a PC game like this. And yeah. um, it's just it more, it was awesome. more RPG, right? We don't, we don't we kind of take a little more ownership of the character. Not just like God. Hand oh, for sure. Time, right. We, yeah, yeah. So when you, when you're moving around with, with thrall here, for example, he has abilities and, and, and levels. So you level, right. and this is true in multiplayer as well. Your hero levels up and you gain those levels by killing, uh, NPCs and, you know, fishmen or whatever. And you do that. You try to do that more <laughs> than your opponent does it. And it really is the, it's also the basic underpinning skeletal structure of what MOBAs would be eventually. Yes. In fact, yes. the entire MOBA genre does not exist without Warcraft 3 because it was built in their backyard on top of people making mods and custom maps mm-hmm. and all of that. It's a big mistake by Blizzard, actually. If you look at it historically, they screwed up. This happened right on their watch and they didn't care. And then all those yeah, MOBA guys yeah. left left the mod scene, built their own real games. That's where Riot came from. That's where, mm-hmm. um, I forgot the other two that competed They didn't and, and went out. Riot went out with League of Legends. But League of Legends doesn't exist without that that kind of origin story. And that's a company. Can you imagine if that was still under the umbrella? I mean, Warcraft is just a phenomenal success. I mean, is there anything that's even come close to making that kind of money? I mean, they tried, they tried to to parlay that into, you know, actually take back the MOBA scene by creating heroes of the storm in 2014, but it was too late. Like they lost that fight. Um, it's unfortunate because I love that game, but it's, uh, you know, that's why you don't see a lot of RTSs now because the MOBA scene really took over. It's like, yeah, kind of. But, but in a way, when you go play, when you go play Warcraft three again, you, you are reminded that a lot of those MOBA ideas are just right here. That's where it came from. Even visually. I mean, I played this for just a minute. I, I was like, because I, when I started up, I was like, oh, it's too late for me this week because I ain't awake and tackle this. And this is not the game I thought it was. And uh, yeah, I, I instantly was like, oh, 
is this Dota? And I'm like, oh, that's right. This is this is the this is where it came from because it looks so it moves like it. Mm-hmm. It looks like it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't play like it. But it really feels like. I mean, in some ways it does, but it's but it's uh, heavily modded to make it play like that. But yeah, like the, yeah. the the Dota mods, which still exist on some servers, you can find them. Are, uh, you know, it's just primordial ooze of something that was coming. Yeah. And Blizzard just missed the boat. They they a thing was yeah. made under their nose. They and it was made by amateurs. And they use their engine to do it, and they just didn't. They didn't capitalize. It was a really weird thing not to take advantage yeah. of. You know, yeah. I don't know why they they let that go, but they did. Who knows? Um, they look. They they did all right. They, oh, they made did. just fine. Yeah. And by the yeah, way, this all right. is all happening right while they're trying to launch the biggest MMO the market would ever see. Yeah. And it's it's never going to be topped in terms of relative size, or maybe it will one day, but. Right. Not not right now. Hasn't yet. And it's 20 years of, ex- of existence. Yeah, people, I mean, oh, my God, this entire life, this entire life, all we saw were people trying to step up and going, OK, this is the wow. Killer. The new wow. Killer. Wanna, yeah. Yeah. I want to watch the movie about the wow killer and then what and then parade all the ones that weren't the wow killer. Yeah, there's still <laughs> and there have been some really good attempts in more recent yeah. years. Final Fantasy 14 has made a valiant effort to be that. Yeah. And some in some periods of time, it exceeded it in, ex, in its uh, uh, people signed up for it. I think mm-hmm. that switched back now. But the point is, they were so busy with this new money printing machine where their goal, I don't know if anyone's ever heard this, but their goal initially, um, what Morheim promised to investors was that they only, they figured they'd get to about a million players. Right. And that was as high. That sounded insane. Cause EverQuest, the closest competitor to that sort of thing, the highest they had ever achieved was like 200 or 400,000 or something. Right, right. And so a million sounded crazy. It does sound crazy. And they beat that in like the first day and a half or something. Yeah. And before you knew it, they were at, I don't know, 12, 14 million or whatever. No one's really gotten back there yet. So including them, they're not what they used to be in terms of numbers, but it's a 20 year old game. What do you expect? Oh yeah. Uh, But the point is, you know, they were about to make so much money and have be so busy maintaining, hiring, getting in the next thing uh, up in the game, all that stuff they didn't even notice this MOBA revolution yeah. happening under the going nose. from hundreds of employees to thousands of employees, almost right? overnight, There's, like effectively yeah. overnight. And in some ways yeah. that's great. Cause it's like, wow, look at the success. Now what can we do? But in some ways it's depressing because it's part right. of their problem. They grew too fast. Yeah. Uh, people really got it really got way into themselves. Some people, right. Which led to a lot of the issues they've had to deal with in the last few years. But, you yeah, know, growing pains. Yeah, that's that. That's what. Yeah, that that's what happens. More more money, more problems. I mean, it's a simple saying, but it's it's true. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Warcraft three, uh, does more. It's got improved AI, uh, the, much improved user interface. If we'd been if you'd been keeping score, just you know the previous entries were the the screen where you were playing at yeah. was more vertical than horizontal mm-hmm. so it was it was kind of like you know what was it like not four by three but it was it was definitely more tall than it was wide because the sides were used to you know to show a bunch of information that right. really was really too large and one and two yeah for what it, yeah because in three two, it's it like just, oh and they almost created a 16 by nine play area because two they or did. three moved they everything did. down to the bottom which they probably got that idea from StarCraft because StarCraft also probably. did that. But yeah, but yeah it's uh, it definitely a totally different the game. look. But what a what a huge leap to go from. You're like, how did you go from Warcraft two 
to three, you know, like you went from, you know, sprites and stuff to, you know, to, to 3D and it's, it's just a totally different move. And then you, you realize that there was a little game called Warcraft Adventures, Lord of the Clans, which was canceled in 96 to yep. 98. Yep. Did you play? Um, so you played this adventure. this week, right? Did you play that? I found a copy of this <laughs> for years. It was not available, but we've got a copy and I played it. And I kind of loved it. Yeah. <laughs> of course, now I only got to play like about an hour and a half. So the, it and it was it was a little ganky, but uh, you know all these things that get canceled at Blizzard seem to make it pretty far before someone goes, okay, this this isn't this isn't going. We we've, we've allowed you to run with it, but it's just not it's just not shaping up like we might think it is. The, what you're watching right now is there's no voice acting in this animation right here on this mm-hmm. adventure, but it's it's very cartoony. It's very, you know, uh, mid 90s, uh, late 90s cartoony animation like you'd see on TV. Um, And you're following the story of Thrall this time. And I learned more about Thrall from this game than I ever did any of those cut scenes that you have in in the first two. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's way more story in this one. for sure. There's way more story here. And uh, it's a point and click adventure. And those were huge until about 96 98 yeah. which it was they, time they, they really were. wanted to make one and you can see uh samwise didier you can see metzen's yeah. art like this has a very this smells like bl- early blizzard artist yes. uh and in a way i think that's part of the problem i don't know if it looked like it was part of the problem then but to me i look at that and it's, this looks like some stoner scratched it on his desk <laughs> you know what i mean it's, they detention. finally got to make animation you know like they probably always dreamed of a lot of us artists and illustrators growing up during that time was probably at least some point in time said, Oh, I would love to animate stuff. I'd love to see my stuff, uh, you know, animated like I saw growing up on yeah. the TV. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of this up until the point that you actually get into the point and click adventure part, a lot of story. And in, in before then, uh, but I had fun. It was, you know, it was, it was just laid back and chill. It was so much more chill than the than the real time strategies. People were pissed. People, I remember real anger then that this got canceled. Right. People were mad, and it yeah. maybe is the first example. Probably wasn't the first game that got canceled by Blizzard, no. but it's the first really public example of it. And everybody yeah. was fried. And then when they did it again with Star, StarCraft Ghosts, and they did it with a, a handful of other projects. Every yeah. time Blizzard canceled something, people would get pissed, which helps illustrate why this yeah. was a different kind of company, at least to the players this, at the time, right? This game needed about two more years, yeah, in the, to to finish cooking. Just that would have been way. That would have been way too late. <laughs> yeah, I tend to agree. Way too late. Also, I think the making thrall the focus, which makes sense to me. You know, the more and more Blizzard or more and more Metzen was put in charge of like lore and stuff. He really related right. to that character, like yeah. in a lot of ways, he is thrall. Um, but I think audiences weren't necessarily ready to root for the horde like yeah that yeah. wouldn't be cool and yet you know if you if you play this you're gonna be a thrall fan i if if yeah i i was a big by, by the time i got through with this i was like oh, okay i see what they were i see what the character is meant to be instead of these you know instead of these little like i said little cut scenes where they kind of discuss what happened and what he's thinking and that kind of stuff now, yeah he's great this is yeah this thrall's is one of my this favorite of characters of all all video game time and yeah. uh, if you want to see something crazy, go watch <laughs> one of the more recent, uh, you know, animatics they do for the game, cinematics, and right. be blown away by how that looks so different from this. <laughs> like this was this was almost like experimental. The problem is they went public with it, and right, everybody wanted to see it. 
Oh, this troll. Oh my gosh. Chat, chat you have to see this troll. troll. Is so good. This red faced troll. Hold on. Plenty of comedy going on. Look at this guy. Plenty of. I don't know who this troll is supposed to be. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hear him going, What you doing, man? I can hear what him. What you doing? Yeah. Oh, it's too He's good. such a red face troll. Man, is that not some 90s animation stuff there, man? They finally got to make the cartoon they wanted. You haven't even gotten past all the animatic. I mean, you haven't even got to the actual point and click part of it, which is hilarious. No, yeah. The, um, the game part of it itself is yeah. uh, a little bit more like this chat here. You can see this moving around. So he grabs that ladder. It's a little more what you think it. of one of these, right? Like you, you always start. You always start locked up in these kind of things, right? Yep. He's locked up. He's got to figure out a way to get past the guard and get out. And you know, you gotta you gotta click on every freaking thing. You gotta listen to the cues of what's going on so you know what you can kind of you know what you got to do. It's just. Like I said, it was a point click adventure. I thought it was good. I wish they could have finished it. It was. I had fun. <laughs> What's this pig? There's a pig with a rocket on its back. That is stupid. That's it is stupid. so stupid, but I, I'm telling you, it had all of that. You know, point and click adventures. It's, it's the popular ones were filled with humor, and yeah. uh, that's that's what this is going for. Well, you, you had to, right? Stuff. You had to put a little bit yeah. of that in there. Yeah, you had to do that. Uh, there was also Warcraft Two Battlenet Edition. This came out in 1999. It was the original mm-hmm. game and its expansion, but included uh, online integration for Battlenet, which was popularized mostly by Diablo by that point, yeah, and, and StarCraft, I should say. Oh, um, I took a peek at the PS One version of Warcraft Two, uh, which was the Tides of Darkness and Beyond the Dark Portal. What was it called? The Dark Saga or something like that. Warcraft Two, the Dark Saga, or yeah, something like whatever that. The PS One yeah. and the Saturn. I'm here to report those games are terrible on console. <laughs> really bad. Um, <laughs> you know what? StarCraft also way bad on uh, PS1. Right. And uh, the Star, although, you know what? StarCraft on N64 was okay. Yeah. That was, uh, oh, you know what I'm thinking of? Diablo 1 on P- PlayStation 1. Terrible. Right. If you have an analog stick, it can kind of simulate. Yeah. Uh, when, once you get, but I don't think it even used the analog stick. I think I was just using the D pad and had to like, now the Saturn, yeah, I think the Saturn was the D pad as well. Yeah. I'm not saying they didn't make it where you could do it later. I didn't dig deep enough. I said bump that. I'd rather deal with the batch files in DOS <laughs> and have to deal with this crap. <laughs> Such a pain. And in so the that's ass. exactly what I did. I had to go in there adjust my uh, settings for my sound blaster. Uh, so I had the audio right. First time I played it, it was just like, yeah. you know, it'd get and a lot better. Though. You know, it'd get better uh, real quick is people would start to get their head around how to make controllers work with RTSs. I remember yeah. specifically Halo Wars. Right. And it was made by, this is in the early 2000s, obviously, but this was made by um, Ensemble, who made the original Age of Empires, and they made this Halo RTS. And Halo Wars was awesome, first of all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Wars. second of all, it they started to figure out, hey, you can assign like group functions to buttons and yeah. not not just have to move a cursor around and hope hope that works like the way they did with the ps1 game and now yeah. there are plenty of good rts's oh there are plenty of games oh, like that rts yeah. games that are yeah. well and I, I mean that use controller in particular like yeah the controllers work you don't have to be yeah, they, but yeah once once we figured it out it yeah. works pretty good also ordered a retro mouse this week because i was playing with a modern mouse when i was playing this on my dos and just didn't feel right i was thinking this needs a wire i'm like i'm not gonna go you know ps2 port but i am gonna at least get a usb one it's got to be wired so that's that's what i ordered you got also get wired, boy. i was yeah. yeah i was a little concerned that we was gonna uh get some flack for doing something warcraft 3 
um, because it's still uh, is still supported even today. You can buy it on BattleNet, um, and uh, but they you know they've modernized it and and yeah, the Reforged game is of, terrible by the reforged. way. Yeah, they up the graphics. You can play it as fine. classic mode, but there's a lot of there's a lot of networking issues. So if you like playing multiplayer, and who wouldn't want to play multiplayer well, in Warcraft Three? It's a mess. People are still pissed um, about it, and they should. Yeah, be. there's and there's there's a whole bunch of threads on how to uh, roll back to an older version and uh, and and do it the proper way and just dump all of that BS because it is it's a nice visual up. There's a few little visual upgrades, but it's not. If you will, game changing. I saw the vision. I did a comp- I did a watch the comparison video on YouTube of the original in classic mode and in, in the new mode, the reforged. And I mean, yeah, I mean, sure, the grass moves, sweet. It's some better <laughs> lighting effects. All right, um, you know, and the models don't look like what's the word I'm looking for? Boxes of donkey turds. But still. <laughs> It's good. They were also supposed you know, to add. Fine. They were supposed to add a bunch of new cuts, re, redone cutscenes, stuff they just never did. And they, they yeah, promised it. it. A, they showed it. I was at BlizzCon. They showed up on giant screen, right? Working cutscenes, and then I went upstairs during the press event, <laughs> sat down at a press uh, machine, and I played Warcraft Three Reforged with those new yeah. cutscenes. And then the yeah. game comes out a year and a half later. None of that's in there. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't include a lot of stuff for some reason. I've read that a lot too. Um, and you know, oh, graphics. Me off. It was fine. I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. It really all it was was a graphics upgrade, uh, an audio upgrade, and no real gameplay upgrade. There was a few little things, but nothing really to improve the quality of life over what was already there. You broke more stuff than you fixed. What are you thinking? Yeah. It's still there though. It was like thirty bucks or something. You can order. You can get it right there. Yeah. Oh, if you want the first two, you can get those on good old games. Yep. And uh, and and Blizzard approves. They 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 knew back they're in cool like, 2019. Yeah, they were trying to figure out a way to you know to to get it in people's hands. And they're like, yeah, we don't want to dirty up Battle.net with this crap. And so yeah, they they uh, which they, is they funny because now they have the arcade section on the Battle.net, and you can get they like, do. I saw that. that. Isn't stuff, that yeah. weird? Yeah, it's like oh, more bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that but, Blizzard uh, Classics pack's pretty good. It's got rock and roll yeah. racing and the and all that, but it's it's not what it could be it could be more right right oh but i was worried people were going to complain it's like oh that's not a retro game they're still supporting that nah. so for funsies i i did hit up chat gpt and asked them uh i asked chat gpt make this thing retro so yeah. i asked chat gpt to do the really only good thing it's good at doing describe warcraft 3 gameplay yeah. in the style of a hip 90s gaming magazine so this still feels retro even though it came out in 2000 uh 2002 and 2003 if you're gonna read this are you gonna yeah. read this I can I, read it. You want to read it? Because I need to play some music for this. Well, that's not nineties. <laughs> that's not nineties at all. Mm. Let me find some nineties ish. Hold on. Uh, right. No, these are no good. Hold on. Sorry. You need, need something nineties radical, dude. Nope. That's perfect. <laughs> that sucks too. I'm, I'm bucking. Oh, that's not bad. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, we're doing that. Here we go. What Brian's nineties Chat GPT review thing. 90s, 90s Chat GPT review from a 90s gaming magazine. Here it comes by Warcraft 3 review. Thanks to Chat GPT. It totally didn't steal this. All right, game heads. Brace yourselves for the raddest RTS ride ever. Warcraft 3, Reign of Chaos. Exclamation mark. 
This ain't your average base building boogie. We've got legit heroes in the mix. That's true, actually. They level up, sc- score gnarly abilities, and tote wicked magical loot. But that's not all, dudes. You'll be venturing out on an epic treasure hunt and squaring off against creep camps. And did we mention four different races? Talk about strategy on steroids. This bad boy blends RPG elements and strategy like no other. It's going to blow your mind. Guaranteed. Whoa. Wow, that was radical that you just did. That was radical. I'm impressed. There, I made it retro. There you go. Yep, made it retro. Don't give me no crap. We've done 2003 stuff before, though. It's not a big deal. It's I know, but it just felt like since we haven't done anything that's still supported to this day, I don't think we've done anything. Well, technically, like that. it's not because they replaced it with the Reforged version of the game. That's so, true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, they, they, we're they only remastered. talking about the other one, not the Reforged one. Yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. Fair point. That oh, I, for, I forgot to tell you, we talked all, we did the Mana games, not last week, week before, whatever yeah, it was. A couple weeks ago. Right. Uh, I ended up getting, I ended up downloading and playing on PlayStation Plus that um, uh, Trials of Mana remake, 3D remake. Oh, yeah. yeah. did like a year and a half ago or whatever it was, maybe a couple of years right. now. Uh, I got totally hooked on that game. Oh. It's really good. I will say this though, some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard in my life. Oh. So you're thinking about upgrading from just the Trials? You're going to get the full version then? Yeah, I'll get that full version of Trials. Yeah. Um, but this, I guess, is the, the SNES game was Japanese only. Uh, never right. came out here, so this one is all new for a lot of people, and the translation's just bad. <laughs> right, right. But it's a fun, it's, really yeah. fun game. Looks nice, plays great. Oh, yeah. Little third person three thing. It's great. I like it. Radical dude. I'm going to talk more about that's it. That's the Quora. raddest uh, ever. That's pretty radical, isn't it? All yeah. right. Well, that's your Warcraft look, everybody. It's now time to guess our games. Destroy it. <laughs> and you don't have to do it. We're just going to do it to each other. You can try at home if you want, or these people in the chat if they want. That's totally fine, too. But we're just going to guess can't. each other's games based on a very short section of audio right. and a tiny bit of hints. All right? I don't know. I don't, don't try at home. Don't, don't, just don't. Or just try, but, that, but don't expect to, to win. All right? Don't expect. Right. So, yeah. Brian, I'm going to start with you. you. Uh, let's do this. Uh, Here's mine. This is a Super Nintendo Entertainment System video oh. game. Okay. 1990 so Super Famicom. Okay. Yep, there you go. Super Famicom. 1995 is the year. Oh, 95. So okay. in the midst of all this goings on at Blizzard, we got some console games. And uh, this is mine. So here you go. See if you can figure it out. Yeah, it'll switch up a bunch. I think I edited it that way. Get some sound effects here. There we go. Any, uh, it's like somebody's smacking somebody. A little right. bit of smacking, yeah. Any guesses um, or questions? Is this a first-party Nintendo a title? No, third-party. Third-party, okay. Um, Is it... I'll say this to help you with your hint. It is a very popular third party. Oh, it's a very popular third party. Yep, everyone loves these. Well, they're they're some of the biggest publisher developers of the time of the era. This is all over the place, man. It is. I mean, it is. I can't tell what the crap this is. I mean, I, I don't think it's a platformer, but it doesn't sound like a fighter either. It sounds like some kind of adventure game or something. Is it um, SNES? Is it top down? Uh, yes. Although it it kind of fakes three quarter, but it's essentially okay. Okay, face down. You know the, 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 the way that my question. You yeah. know, like a game like uh, like Zelda: Link to the Past. You know how that's yeah, a, yeah. it's a locked view, but it kind of has the illusion of sort of being on a 
angle. It's like that. Right. Is this in any way related to Blizzard? Uh, no, not at all. Okay, turn. That's ending your three questions. You must ah. now guess. Um, I, well, you know what? I'll help. I'll help. It's Japanese. Okay, okay, right, right, right. Uh, it's not Blizzard. It's a Japanese developer. Okay. And, th- and thus endeth, endeth your help. Endeth your help. Um, it is... You're, it, never, you're probably um, going to get it. it. Adventure land chrono time. <laughs> I would play Adventure Land Chrono Time. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not what this is. This is oh. this is such a cheat, dude. This is the Super Nintendo version of the game I just mentioned. This is Trials of Mana, the Japanese. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus. How am I supposed to know? Jeez, I never played that back in the day, you turd butt. <laughs> that's why I was hoping that hint would help. I was like, hey, you know that Japanese only game? Well, I played the 3D American one. Anyway, let's do this guess my game thing. I was uh, probably with nothing that probably made it worse for me. I just to totally threw that out. Yeah, that's all right. I knew it'd be. That's I great. Knew, that, that would, man, that thing is all over the place, though. That with yeah. the audio, it's like yeah, it's a wow. I, some of it is edited because I was just doing different things and thought I would check. Yeah, it out. But still, but I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. That game's good. It's really good. I'm shocked yeah, how much yeah. I like it, and it's on PlayStation Plus Extra, the the middle one, middle tier. Right, right. Yeah, but uh, maybe even in the basic tier. But it's very good. I highly recommend it. Hmm. Uh, let's move on now to yours, Brian. I see you got a date and a system here. What are we What are we looking at? Uh, we are looking at 1989 in North America on the NES. Oh, that's the Nintendo Entertainment System. That's the not the Super, nope. not the Super. It's just Don't the Famicom. Okay, N- it's the family computer. Um, all right, let's find out what this sounds like. Well, that is definitely a NES game. Oh my gosh. Um, all right, is it a Nintendo first party game? No. Okay. It is not. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Well, I was reading something. It was like it said the pl- the people. Then it said, "Okay, yeah, yeah it's definitely not okay." It's not it was, okay. Well, it was the phrasing was weird. The phrasing was weird on the on the wiki. Is it? Um, Jeez, how? Where do I even ask here? It's just music. Is it? Uh, is this made by Capcom? No. Oh. That's a weird way of saying no. <laughs> should I read into that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should read into that. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. Okay. Is it... Um, I don't know. Is it a side-scroller? Um, no. No? No. You know side-scroller? No, 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 no. Make sure I'm not thinking of another one that I, I looked at before I looked at this one. Make sure I have no idea. It. No, it is not. It, it sounds like every NES game ever to me. Yeah, no, get, doesn't it, though? Has anyone mm. in the chat got it? Um, Let's see. Fetcher's Quest, no. Tecmo ba- Baseball, no. Michael Burrier. Adventures of Lolo. Is that it? That's it. It's Adventures From of Lolo? Egger, yeah, Eggerland uh, series, yes. <laughs> I never played this at all. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Hold on. Let's look that up. Adventures of Lolo? Lolo. Adventures. Hello, hello. Of Lolo. K 
gameplay. Let's just take a look and see. Uh, published by HAL Laboratories from Nintendo Entertainment Center. Oh, damn it. And well, they're kind of, a, aren't they a subsidiary of Nintendo or am I making that up? I'm not making that up. They did some stuff that was weird. So some of those places ended up being like partially purchased or picked up and they just kind of still, so it's hard to say. Okay. So this looks like a top down kind of puzzly, adventure yeah. yeah, yeah. Almost. Not Bomberman, but it looks like bomb. It looks like Bomberman as far as if you were looking at it, you're like, oh, it's Bomberman because it's like a maze, top down blocks in your way. You got to walk around, got your little round person. I love like, how he looks. He's like got that. cool shape. Yeah, the way he animates, cool it's good. Yep, this looks this like is fun. Top down puzzle orzers. This looks like a totally fun game. I might have exactly to check this out. when I saw. It, I was like, ooh, I think I want to play this. This is on my little uh, Ambernick. I, I think it was on Ambernick that I saw it. Was that where I saw it at the first time? I, I think don't it know. was. Because at first me. I thought it was Barman from the screenshot. I was like, oh, is this like a Barman clone? I'm like, no, that's pretty cool. It looks like it's just go get the shit. Go get the shit, solve the puzzles, environmental puzzles, put stuff around. Can you reset it? I think you can when you leave the, if you leave the room. I think, I think. Oh. This is a couple of weeks ago when I fired Something it up. Something about this is weirdly familiar. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. They're moving now. Okay, mm-hmm. I may have to play this. I may have to check that out. On my Ambernick handheld device. On Ambernick. Well, there's your guess my game stuff. That's always a good time. Let's do this now. (laughs) 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 All right, it's time to do emails, texts, that kind of stuff. And we have an email, a couple emails this week that came to us at playretroshow at gmail.com. That's playretroshow at gmail.com. Soon to be single wrote in. And said, hey, guys, love the show. Just wondering if you could answer this question for me. My wife thinks that I shouldn't be playing video games now that I'm over 50. I'm just wondering, at what age should I have stopped? Please let me know so I can apologize to her. Regards, soon to be single. That's why he says soon to be single. Uh, No, you're never too... It doesn't matter. Are you too old to to watch a movie? No? Well... Exactly. You you too old to read a book? It's just another medium. Just do it. Yeah, like now, if if you're just sitting around and, you know... You're eating Cheetos and you don't clean up the house and, you know, you don't do nothing and you just, you're playing, you know, you're watching, uh, you know, anime and yeah, yeah. I that, don't know why I'm saying anime and, you know, and <laughs> everything you're watching is cartoons and silly child stuff Then maybe, maybe you need to, you know, just look, expand. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with what you're watching. I'm no. saying maybe expand a little bit. Just you don't expand. have to get rid of it. Yeah. But games in general, games are very mature. Games have darker themes than most of your movies and TV. They're not for shows. kids. This isn't this is an old idea that your wife I'm look, I'm no offense to your wife, sure she's a very nice person, but she right. has this old idea in her head. It's an old idea, it needs to go away. All right? right. Video games are not for kids. Cartoons are not for kids. I mean they can be, but they, they can, can be. also okay. be for yeah, you. Yeah, that's said funny. Cartoons aren't for kids. That's just for us adults. That's right. But, uh, but it can be yeah, both. That, it can be all these things. Yeah. Like uh you know You're never too old to you're never too old for anything. You're never too old to well you're never too old to, and if you're enjoying something, I think you just use it. It's fine. It, make, it makes you it. feel be young. You. Yeah, be you. What does she yeah. like? Find out what she likes. I've if- heard this. This is a, this is an argument that we hear a lot. Uh, I've been hearing it more and more over the last decade um, where people are crapping on Spielberg movies like Star Wars and stuff. It's like, oh, it contributed to the infantilization of society. Well, you know, with their... And I'm like, Eh, because because these people never grew up and read more serious work. I'm like, 
No. And Brian doesn't mean Spielberg always... made Star Wars. He means like that era of stuff. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Freaking Indiana I did Jones. say it. The, I did say that. that just to, just up, to stop a few emails from coming. That's yeah, all yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. You're right. I was yeah, I was yeah. trying to say Spielberg and the in the like and Lucas and stuff. Yeah. I didn't say and the part. like. Thank you yeah. for correcting me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Spielberg didn't make Star Wars. Um, <laughs> even though he did. He did push Lucas to do it. He did. He was really hardcore on the whole thing. Anyway. You're right. You're right about that. He did push him. He, they were friends. Right. They lived in the same damn apartment for a long time. Anyway. But I, I get the sentiment. It's like, oh, y'all should gravi- gradu- graduate to more um, mature, you know, higher thinking topics and that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with enjoying simplified things when you're no. talking about entertainment. I think no. you can enjoy it in any way you want to. Full agreement. I think it's fine. Full agreement. I think it's fine. I fully uh, agree. You know, are some people immature? They're going to be immature whether they're watching Star Wars or et or whatever you know it doesn't matter right. they're going to be immature it doesn't matter it's not right. because of the movies we've talked about this many times people aren't violent because of movies people aren't immature because of movies people are immature because they're immature i mean what are you people supposed are to be into exclusively uh at your age hey you can only watch procedurals on tv that's it that's all you get yeah yeah you only that. get to watch murder f that noise you only you only can watch the history channel which isn't really history you know it's like, no it's not it's, like, it's fine it's fine if you want it some people are going to pursue intellectual things and some people are just going to enjoy life and both are fine. Both yeah. are perfectly acceptable as long as you're not harming anybody. Live your life. The big enjoy lesson it. is that the History Channel yeah, sucks. Right. That's what I learned from here. Yeah, the History Channel is not, not History Channel. No, it's always crazy. It was. It tried to be for a hot like, minute. It was okay, but they history made one. called and wants his name back. They <laughs> made one thing I really liked. They made that Hatfields and McCoys uh, oh, yeah, series. pretty good. Fantastic. Yeah. That's good. But that's just them. It's like them being a publisher. They didn't do anything. They just somebody made right. it and they said, Yeah, well, now they're on our network. Now, now soon to be single. Hey, there could be a difference in your relationship and how they how each of you re- uh, views entertainment. We have a big difference in my house. Audra likes she likes the murders. She likes the murder <laughs> mysteries. I've 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 learned to tolerate the murders, but when I'm here by myself, <laughs> there is no murder. Did you guys hear that? Brian tolerates <laughs> murder. Did you hear that? That's right, I tolerate it. It's nice. Mark, uh, Mark Russell wrote into the same self, same email and says, Hey guys, uh, just discovered the podcast and it's awesome. Well, thank you. All right. Love hearing from new people. Scroll through the episode list for an obscure, but amazing fun old game. I played on PC called redneck rampage. Not sure if it's in the uh, podcast worthiness list or not, but if you haven't played it, it's great and hilarious. Mark, I never played (gasps) redneck rampage. I don't know enough about it. You've never played Redneck Rampage? I'm nope. okay, so that is amazing. It's not like I can't believe you didn't play Redneck Rampage. It's more of one of those oh, dude, wait until you play Redneck Rampage. I loved this game so much. I played this game. Oh, it must have been a you know, you ever you ever have a game that you play through a season? It's like, yeah. okay, from from this point in time, springtime, and until like fall. This is all I'm playing. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's first person redneck humor that, you know, it's, it's just, it's great. When did that you, come out? 97, uh, late it 90s, was, right? Um, it was the late. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. We're definitely, I think 90s, it used the Duke, the Duke Nukem 3D Realms engine, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, everybody was using these things. Yeah. It was uh, Zatrix Entertainment uh, and published by Interplay. And it's a first person shooter game. And I went to a little bit of, uh, uh, I went through a little bit of a deep dive one day um, because I went, I loaded it back up and there was actually some good history and trivia. I remember sucking. <laughs> so here's some of the, uh, uh, is it, here's some expansion packs for this thing. Redneck rampage, yeah. sucking grits on route 66. <laughs> 
All right. Redneck deer hunting. I didn't get that one. Uh, redneck rampage rides again. I did get that one. So I, I missed that other one. Off-road redneck racing. Uh, yeah. I think I don't think I got that one. Now, but I did do the little demos and stuff. They had the cuss pack, the early years, Possum Bayou. This thing is much bigger than you think it is. It must be because I remember yeah. seeing it going, well, that's dumb. Never going to play that. But it sounds like I missed out. I'm watching him right now yeah. shooting. Well, you didn't shoot that cow. I kind of wish you would have now that I've seen you're it. A couple of, you're a couple of brothers, redneck brothers, and you just, you know, you're, you're looking for some beans uh, and you're trying to thwart uh, an alien invasion, just like on the History Channel. Yeah, that's what you want to yeah. do. Uh, yeah. is get those aliens. That is the history channel. Now it's all aliens all the time. Uh, all right, I, well, man, thank you so much for bringing that back up. And I'm, I'm you know, we got to do that. I would okay. do a redneck. If you want to do redneck episode. rampage, I, I would be down for it. I just don't, I know think we need to figure about. out a way to do it. Like, like, it, so there's like a section at Walmart during this time. Yeah. Um, and it was all like deer hunter stuff and all of that, you know, fishing, deer hunting, in redneck rampage and i was like i'm getting the redneck rampage get that redneck rampage son yeah. get it get All it right. you want to hey 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 soon to be single who play oh, some redneck guy. rampage in front of your wife see what she thinks about yeah, that see how that goes <laughs> let us know how that goes <laughs> Uh, all right, we are pretty much done, but I do want to remind people that uh, our next episode's coverage is going to be about the Gex series, and there's a reason why yes. we're doing Gex, not just because we have fond feelings for the stupid lizard, or I had a 3DO, or any of that. It's because Gex is getting remade. It's getting yes. a remaster, remake thing. Uh, the trilogy, man. Yeah. The one, two, and three. Whether you whether you want it or not, Gex is coming <laughs> back. So we thought we'll dip back and see whether we do want it or not. Maybe we do. Maybe Gex is amazing and we've never given it enough enough credit. I remember really enjoying Gex One back in the day. Yeah. Uh but I, Gex One. I enjoyed it the- so much. I, I I went and I I grabbed the audio clip because I was thinking about it one day. If you, I forget when it was. It was a while back. And that was more of our guess our games. And then like the that next couple of days they announced this Gex series. And mm-hmm. so we're all I guess must be on the same page. Yeah, that was or, weird that we mentioned it yeah. right then and then it yeah. happened. But um there was even like a fourth entry that was canceled. There's a bunch of stuff you mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. Some a prototypes that I can't wait to try to find for Gex Jr. Yep. Can't wait. And I don't know if they were all voiced by What's His Beak or not, but uh, we'll talk about him. Forgot his name. Though. Right. Uh, Good old What's His Beak. He's on he's Wait, wait Don't Tell Me. I can't think of his name. Ugh. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah, it's <laughs> He's a comedian. His name is Dana Gould. That's it. You do this every time we Dana, talk about him. Dana Gould. To, it's a hard name to remember. I don't know you have to, to dig it deep. Yeah. But my brain finally pooped it out. Anyway, that'll be next week uh, where we talk about Gex with you right here on the podcast. In the meantime, please join our Patreon over at patreon.com slash play retro. You'll never get ads on that feed. You'll get play uh, retro content every week. That's or pre-show, I should say on the show uh, you also get monthly benefits you can't get anywhere else and once in a while a little video will pop up like one brian yeah. just did recently you know i'm going to be playing this more of this master system i talked about earlier at the top of the show when some of those other games come in oh yeah you damn straight anyway that'll be uh, all of it is uh, over at pay, uh, play retro what am i saying patreon.com slash play retro and all our other stuff including links to that can be found at our website which you can find at frogpants.com slash play retro that is going to do it for us between now and the next time Brian and I see you, go play something retro. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Brian. Bye-bye, Zug Zug. Eat a poo. Oh, no. A bag of poo. Oh. Box of poo? Box of poo. Get more at frogpants.com. Ready to serve. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 